Welcome to Collision Cast, Fenderbender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Mike Munzenreiter, associate editor for Fenderbender, and with me this week is Megan Williams, co-founder of 3P Marketing Solutions and a collision repair marketing expert. This time around, Megan and I are talking about how to deal with a marketing or PR emergency at your shop. We run through the steps you need to take to make sure something small doesn't turn into something big. I start off with my first question for Megan. I'm, I'm thinking of like a general marketing emergency, something that could tarnish your shop's reputation, whether, you know, it was dealing with customers or, you know, nothing too big of a deal, but let's say the, the local news outlets have caught wind of it and you definitely got to deal with it one way or another, Megan. Um, for a shop owner in this position, what would you say, you know, what's first thing first? Yeah. So the first thing to do is if you even catch wind of something being said or, you know, actions being taken against the shop is to act on it. You know, don't wait to see if it spirals into something that's like larger that you can't ignore. It's much better to go ahead and start the process of dealing with it rather than trying to hide it or act like it's not occurring. Um, The next step is to just involve the people that need to be involved immediately. So for that, most likely it would be potentially reaching out to a disgruntled customer or the disgruntled person that's bringing on these allegations or issues with the shop. And then as well, talking to your staff. And so that way everyone has a unified front, um, which we can get on into that a little bit more in just a second. Um, But it's just really important to make sure that you have kind of briefed the staff so that way they know that this is kind of swirling and potentially out there. Yeah. You said meet it head on. Is there ever a situation where, you know, you could hope for it to blow over on its own? You can always, I like to say that you can always be hoping that it's going to, you know, not turn into anything, but at least in that case, you need to probably go ahead and you and your staff at least, need to at least have a game plan in your mind. So, you know, at that point, you know, you've not spoken out against anything at that time. You're just hearing of things. Um, And the reason that it's so important to bring the staff in is because they are the ones most likely that are going to be answering the phone calls or in the lobby if someone from the news or the public would come in and confront them. And you just don't want them to be caught off guard. And you also don't want them saying the wrong thing because that would almost every single time probably come back to be used against you in that moment. Yeah. That, that sounds like, even if you're going to cross your fingers, hope it goes away. You want to create that unified front, get everybody on the same page, whether it's no comment or let me, you know, let me, let me get you in touch with our owner, et cetera. Yep. And that's the the next thing is kind of just identifying who is going to be handling a PR issue. You know, it's great if the owner, if you're available to handle it and assuming it's maybe not, the issue itself is not directly correlated to you. That's always important. Uh Um, You know, that's important. If the owner can do it, then do it. And then if not, I would pick someone that has, you know, good communication skills. If they're the marketing person or just a really strong CSR that you trust, um, that's who I would lean to for this, to be kind of the spokesperson. And at that point, you know, your staff would be told to you know, do not make a comment, say that you'll pass their information on to that person. So that way, either the owner or that, you know, dedicated individual can be working on like a statement or addressing how your shop's going to handle it. Yeah, I think it, it makes sense. But I think it's, it's important to probably underline it's, 
just not complicating the situation by having multiple stories out there, right? It just keep, keeps it as simple as it can be. Absolutely. Because, you know, with no, even if everyone has the best of intentions within the shops or your, your MSO, you know, multiple shop locations, there's just no chance that everyone's stories are going to be the same. And so that's why keeping it to just that one person is really the best way to handle this. Got it. And when, when, you know, you just got me thinking with the breadth of the staff, especially if you've got multiple shops, you know, are you going to tell people to stay off social media, even if it's private? you know, stay low until things are, are, are settled? Yeah, that's a great question. De- depending on what it has to do with, um, to me would probably determine if people would be going after like employees, personal social media. It's like if it was right. something that happened involving like personnel, uh, I could totally see people, you know, then branching out and seeing who the coworkers are and kind of going down those rabbit holes, if you will. If it's something like a disgruntled customer that just had maybe an improper repair of some type, I doubt that they would do that. But basically just the, uh, you know, no social media discussing it, no interviews, et cetera, is the best way to handle it. Got it. And so we're not talking about a big, serious situation here, but it's something that could adversely affect the business. Mm -hmm. What kind of tone are you really trying to strike when you, you know, make that statement? Um, Nearly every single time. This isn't a probably, like you said, not, you know, of course there's one off more serious situations, but more often than not, the situations I dealt with were just a disgruntled customer regarding cycle time or, you know, something regarding the repair. And it's always usually the best to just go ahead and take responsibility. Um, it's better to make it, to apologize and admit the faults rather than to just make excuses for whatever took place. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing is that, you know, by having just that unified response, whether it be in social media or in an interview, you are, you know, saying we, we acknowledge this person, we apologize and we're rectifying it. And so, you know, we don't really have to get, you know, too into, we don't want to get too into the weeds with, you know, maybe the logistics of the case, even if the, this person that is accused of accusing your shop of something, if it's something that's not a huge ordeal to fix or repair for them, it's better to just say, you know, we are doing everything we can to rectify this because that's telling everyone who, you know, has not had an issue with your shop, that if there is something that happens, you are willing to just admit fault and make it right. Right. So maybe, maybe even if, you know, the aggrieved party isn't, is only 78% correct about the situation. Mm-hmm. You do what's best for the long term. That, that makes it, good sense. Exactly. And like I said, it just says a lot whenever, you know, none of us like being wrong, um, but inevitably mistakes happen. And so if we're able to kind of take them in stride and be progressive about it, that's the best for the business. Yeah. What do you think a shop should do? Um, should they run into, I guess, for lack of a better word, a kind of trolling situation where for whatever reason, this aggrieved person, whether real or not, you know, just won't go away. And it's kind of a continued issue. How, how do you think you head that off? Yeah. So we have to think about the outlets that they could do that. You know, if this person is perturbed, you know, if, if they could maybe get a news story out of it and actually have, you know, news cameras show up at your shop, that's maybe going to happen once. That's not going to thankfully continue happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at that point you would have then made your statement. You would have said, we're working with this person to rectify the issue. 
And on social media, let's say someone leaves you a bad review or a bad comment on your social media, social media account. Um, the smartest way to go about that is obviously to block that person, Mm -hmm. you know, that way they're not able to do anything, but of course people can always be making accounts or they could have their family members or something also trying to harass you on your business's Facebook page. And at that point, the best thing to do would be to turn off the comments. Um, Facebook does not actually offer just like an on and off button for comments, but what you can do is as a page administrator, you can actually go on there and add common words to a filter. And if the filter picks up any of these words, it'll not show the comments. So if you put just, you know, basic words in there, you could essentially disable all your comments. Um, and that would probably be the best to do for, you know, a month, give or take until things have calmed down. In terms of long-term ways, you know, after, after the thing has blown over, what are, what are some longer term steps shops could take just to make sure that things are good? You know, let's say the situation is brought up by a customer Mm -hmm. down the line. How, how do you deal with that? Yeah. So, you know, if we had someone, well, which we did, I literally experienced this that, you know, wrote a negative comment or posted something, I would respond back one time and I would say, I'm so sorry to hear this. Please give us a call. And we, you know, would like to address this with you or rectify the issue. And that's it. If they try to respond back to you again, you don't say anything because then you're just starting, you know, an online argument, which is unprofessional and it's not getting anywhere. And that way, if people are, other people are seeing it, no matter what they're doing or who they're tagging in the post, you know, you responded back, you said, please reach out to me privately and we can resolve this. Um, But moving forward from that, I would never publicly announce something unless it had to do with like an employee issue where Mm -hmm. you maybe had an employee who did something and then was terminated. And you just, if it was a huge, huge deal, that's obviously very serious allegations. You would maybe say, you know, just to let you know, this person is no longer employed by us and leave it at that. And you would, you know, not turn off the comments for that. You don't want people conversing. That's kind of what it is. But nearly eight out of 10 times, I never recommend posting like your own post on your social media Mm -hmm. addressing whatever the issues are. It's better to literally just move forward with positive PR. Um, So that could be pictures of, you know, customers with their vehicles or a picture, you know, of like a screenshot of a comment, like a positive review that someone had just left you um, or your team out in the community doing something. So you're trying to, at that point, you know, kind of bury, if you will, the negative PR with some positive of your shop. Yeah. I think, um, and tell me if I'm wrong, it, it, it sounds like the whole thing boils down to just being restrained and level-headed about it, spreading the word, having a plan, and then sticking to it. That's absolutely it. Like I said, it's better to just keep it simple, don't get into the weeds, and then make sure you just have the right person speaking on behalf of you or your shop. Right. Make sure make sure that person knows what they're going to say and knows how to deal with it. And hopefully you should be good. Yep. Absolutely. Well, there we go. Uh, hopefully none, nobody uh, listening here ever has to deal with anything too big of a deal to uh, use these tactics, but at least they know. Thanks as always, Megan. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for joining us today. Once again, I'm Mike Munzenreiter with Fender Bender, and this was Collision Cast. Mm-hmm.